Hi sisters, it's Ola Davis with um, another episode of the podcast, When Marriage Hurts. This is episode number 66 and I do apologize in advance. If you have trouble hearing me clearly on this episode, it's because, guys, I'm just not feeling too good. I've got a head cold and my body feels like like it's been hit with a truck basically (laughs) so yeah um but i know that we didn't have a new episode last week and i just wanted to get this one out there yeah so um for those reasons this is gonna be a super short episode i know i usually say that and end up having like a 20 30 minute episode but i think this one is really gonna be short ladies because i am fatigued all right um so this is episode number 66 and um i'm not even sure what this was going to be titled yet but i do know what i want to talk about um what i want to talk about is that when we find ourselves in uh in in an abusive marriage where where there's no um physical abuse in terms of heating or shoving around when none of that is happening and it's just mainly emotional and psychological abuse it's very normal to not see it as abuse it usually feels like we're just going, we're just having a very difficult marriage. That's what emotional and psychological abuse feels like. It's, it can be very difficult to get someone who's in the middle of this to see it for what it really is. And when we finally see it for what it really is, we tend to doubt our own perception of the problem. Um, we tend to doubt our own understanding of the problem. Because, I mean, it's just... you. We just don't see ourselves as victims of abuse. I don't know about you, but I definitely didn't see myself as someone who could be subject to that kind of treatment or I always thought of myself as someone who takes no BS so it was really difficult for me to to um see myself as being abused and aside from that the fact that the abuser grooms us over a period of time to kind of contributes to that so if they act a certain way right from the start, it shocks us, right? But when they groom us gradually, we get to a point where whatever alarm bells should have been going off in our heads doesn't really go off because we've been conditioned to allow that kind of treatment or accept that kind of treatment over time. And then when we do actually wake up to what's going on and we're like, oh no, this is abuse for real, for real. 
um, the question of what do I do now is another big question that we struggle with because you're thinking, okay, I made these vows, I said for better, for worse, and this is the worst happening now, and should I even, would God even want me to leave, like, if I'm bailing during the worst season of the marriage, doesn't that kind of make me a sort of betrayer? Like, we struggle with this kind of feelings, right? And and then we kind of take a few steps back where we're trying to tell ourselves, maybe it's not as bad. Okay, now I know it's abuse, but it's not really as bad as it sounds, right? This is the kind of talk... I know a lot of you can relate to what I'm saying. This is the kind of talk that we have with ourselves. We begin to see the marriage as some kind of divine project that God has put in our hands and he wants us to trust him through it. Honey, if you're having marriage challenges, you're having marriage challenges. When it's abuse, it's not a marriage challenge. It's something different entirely. Um. So... We become emotionally and mentally confused. Our thinking gets clouded. And we think the next thing we need to do is to fix this. I need to fix this or find someone that can help fix it. (laughs) Um, And of course, if you're seeking out church people, church leaders, a lot of times they're telling you to pray more. They're telling you to trust God. They're telling you to... You know, all these things that has to do with you doing something. That's the funny thing. With abuse, people usually don't confront the abuser and call them out on their BS. They want the spouse who's suffering the abuse to be the one to pray, to be the one to study their scriptures, to be the one to trust God, to be the one to do this, which in itself is another form of abuse because you're putting the responsibility that belongs to somebody else on another party right and in some cases they would uh, speak with the abuser and be like okay you should do this you should do that and i'm telling you ladies i think i'm going to make that a different podcast episode of why it typically doesn't work even when it looks like it's working because abusers know how to pretend, put on a show, make it look like they are really changing their ways when they're really not. Okay. So that's a story for another day, but I just want to, I want to speak to those of you that are in this stage that I'm talking about today where you know now that it's abuse. You're not confused about it anymore. It's pretty clear to you that you're being abused. But what's not clear to you is how bad it is, right? Like, it's not so bad. I'll be fine. The kids will be fine. You know, that's what you want to believe. So that's what you tell yourself. 
or for some you just don't know maybe you you have nothing this has been your first and only marriage you have nothing to compare this to you just don't know or maybe your parents had really a really really terrible marriage maybe you came come from a home where you know there was a lot of violence and whatnot and physical abuse and you're kind of using that as a barometer to measure your own marriage and you're like well sure i'm being abused but it's not as bad as my parents so it, it can't be that bad um i'm only gonna ask you one thing okay especially for those who already who have kids whether you have boys or girls um if you're still at that point where you're not quite clear on whether your marriage is destructive and abusive or if it's not that bad one thing that someone shared with me that really helped me when I was at that point was to ask me. Um, I have two daughters, right? And the person asked, if either one of your daughters were to be in the exact kind of marriage that you're in, what's, how would you feel about that? And ladies, I tell you, <laughs> when I took myself out of the equation and I imagined my, either one of my daughters being in the marriage, in the kind of marriage that I was, I didn't even need a minute to think about it. My gut response was, oh, no, I would want them to get out. <laughs> I would want them to get out because I don't want them to, like, continue to be sick and have health challenges as a result of the eating abuse they're going through i i want them to live long productive lives i don't want them to suffer the just the mental anguish so like it's kind of interesting isn't it because we as moms we as women really we kind of have a high tolerance for pain and I dare to say high tolerance for abuse as well. But we, we try to shield our children from that kind of thing. So when you take yourself out of the equation and imagine, you know, one of your loved ones. So if you have a sister you love very much or your kids, even if you don't have daughters, even if you just have sons. Even if you don't have children, <laughs> you could probably imagine what it is like to have a child and love that child very much. So if your child, your daughter, your son were to be in a marriage where their spouse treats them just like the, the way your spouse treats you and you had power to do something about that, would you want them to stay Well, I hope that question helps you. Um, would you want them to stay? How would you feel about their abusive spouse? Would you feel sorry for their abusive spouse? 
or would you be like i don't even know why he or she is acting that way i just don't want my child or my son to keep being hurt this way or are you just simply gonna be like well i'm gonna pray for my child's spouse and pray that they change even as i continue to watch my child suffer okay i'll leave you with those questions so the challenge is straightforward take yourself out of the equation imagine this was happening to your child and how you would feel about that now if you've been human feel like oh i wouldn't want my child to get stuck in this kind of situation how do you think god feels about it <laughs> how do you feel god think how do you think god feels about you being stuck in this situation do you think he brings god glory do you think god's looking at you and it's just like oh my daughter i see that you're suffering but it's all for my glory keep suffering um no <laughs> no you know the funny thing about christians is we think oh yeah we're not perfect parents but we love our kids but when we think in terms of god sometimes we don't see him as a loving father sometimes we think we're loving parents we love our children more than god loves us which isn't true so anyway i'll keep this short and i'll just say think and ponder about these questions that i've asked today if you need to listen to the episode all over again do that take yourself out of the equation you just might see things better and clearer I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. For those of you in Canada, happy Thanksgiving and um stay blessed. I will see you in the either on Instagram at when marriage hurts or the private Facebook group at when marriage hurts. Have a blessed week. Bye.